Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. This week we're uh, discussing the liturgy and uh, what the UCAT teaches us about the liturgy. And question 170 asks, what is the origin of the liturgy? Well, the most profound origin of the liturgy is God, in whom there is an eternal heavenly banquet of love, the joy of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because God is love, he would like to let us participate in the feast of his joy and to grant us his blessings. Uh, our earthly liturgies must be celebrations full of beauty and power. Feasts of the Father who created us. That is why the gifts of the earth play such a great part. The bread and the wine, oil and light, incense, sacred music, the splendid colors. Feasts of the Son who redeem us. That is why we rejoice in our liberation. Breathe deeply in listening to the word and are strengthened in eating the Eucharistic gifts. Feasts of the Holy Spirit, who live in us. That is why there is a wealth of consolation, knowledge, courage, and strength, and blessing that flows from these sacred assemblies. Well said, Father. Uh, one of the Psalms uh, expounds on that a little more. It says, uh, Psalm 43, verse 4, then I will go to the altar of God, the God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God, my God. So again, it's all about this idea that we're to give praise and thanks to God because without God, we are nothing. Everything we have is a gift from God. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So 171 asks, what is the essence of every liturgy? Well, the essence of liturgy is always, in the first place, communion or fellowship with Jesus. Every liturgy, not just a celebration of the Eucharist, is an Easter in miniature. Jesus reveals his passage from death to life and celebrates it with us. Uh, the most important liturgy in the world was the Paschal Liturgy that Jesus celebrated with his disciples in the upper room on the night before he died. The disciples thought that Jesus would be commemorating the liberation of Israel from Egypt. Instead, Jesus celebrated the liberation of all mankind from the power of death. Back in Egypt, it was the blood of the Lamb that persevered the Israelites and preserved them from the angel of death. Now he himself will be the lamb whose blood saves mankind from death. For Jesus' death and resurrection is proof that someone can die and nevertheless gain life. 
This is the genuine substance of every Christian liturgy. Jesus himself compared his death and resurrection with Israel's liberation from slavery in Egypt. Therefore, the redemptive effect of Jesus' death and resurrection is called the Paschal Mystery. There is an analogy between the life-saving blood of the Lamb at the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and Jesus, the true Paschal Lamb that has redeemed mankind from the bondage of death and sin. Isn't that one of the reasons that the Jewish people have such a hard time understanding that Jesus is God and that Jesus is the Savior of the world because they expected this glorious king, and instead it was this humble carpenter who actually came to serve you and me instead of being served. Correct, correct. So that's, you know, that's why we have to pray for that unity because we believe the same thing that our Jewish brothers and sisters mm-hmm. believe except that they're waiting for the Savior to come for the first time and we're waiting right. for him to come the second time. Exactly. So who celebrates the liturgy? Well, we look at this and we say, who celebrates it? Uh, well, we look and see here. Now, Jesus entrusted the power to his apostles. Okay, and they in turn handed it down to their successors so that through the ordination of a priest, he has that power now to celebrate the Mass, to sacraments, and to bring Christ in the fullness of love to the children of God. So when the priest offers and celebrates Mass, we and the laity join in together in the joy of Christ so that when the priest says those beautiful words, this is my body, this is my blood, Christ now descending upon us, and the laity respond, you know, the mystery of faith. They respond in their acclamation of one of three. We'll just pull one off, for example. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come in glory. So we celebrate with that glorious love of Christ, that liturgy which the priest then celebrates for us every day of the week and on Sundays when we gather to celebrate the joy of the love of Christ. The laity's participation then is truly the love which they give Christ in their active participation in song and prayer, just as the ancient Hebrews did, in song and prayer. They joined in the celebration with the rabbi of praising God. So too, we praise our God, Jesus Christ, the bread of life and the cup of salvation. So in all the earthly liturgies, and there's about 500,000 masses Mm -hmm. that goes on every single day, so that at any moment throughout the day, there's masses being celebrated throughout the world continuously. Correct. So when you are actually saying the words of consecration and when you are celebrating the Mass, it's actually Christ through you Mm -hmm. 
who gives himself and who celebrates the liturgy. So you're in the person of Jesus Christ. Right, in persona Christi, alter Christus, another Christ. Okay? So that we then perfect and bring down the love of Jesus. And he uses us. And when we say those beautiful words, it is Christ. It is Christ who is coming. And there, using the instrument of his priest, and, you know, the beautiful hands of a priest consecrating those species of bread and wine to transform them into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. You know, Scott Hahn has said that the Mass is heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And the reason that he, he explains is that because the celebration of Calvary, in which Christ gave everything that he could give, which was everything that he was and everything that he had, he offered up as expiation for our sins to open up the gates of heaven so that, assuming that we die in a state of grace and that we do, in fact, get to heaven, we'll be celebrating this liturgy mm -hmm. forever and ever in eternity in heaven by thanking God and praising God for giving us his only son, Jesus, who saved us from our sins. So yes. this is the plan, the Heavenly Father's plan of salvation. This, this is the, the correct way to look at that. And, you know, uh, and once again, in all earthly liturgies, Christ, the Lord himself, is the one who celebrates the cosmic liturgy, which encompasses angels and men, the living and the dead, the past, present, and future, heaven and earth. Priests and believers participate in different ways in Christ's divine worship. Divine worship. That's the important thing here. I've heard some uh, mystics say that at every Mass, that there's hosts of angels and saints at every Mass that's celebrated that obviously we can't see. But it's so important. It's so significant. Mm -hmm. And it's such a beautiful thing. And it's the way that God wants us to praise him that the angels and saints actually come with us at every Mass to worship God and to thank him for all the blessings and graces he's given us. Yes, yes. So question 180 of the, of the UCAT asks, why is the Mass sometimes referred to as a worship service? A worship service is in the first place a service that God performs for us. And only then it is our service offered to God. God gives himself to us under the form of holy signs so that we might do the same, give ourselves unreservedly to him. Jesus is there in word and sacrament. God is present. That is the first and most important thing about every liturgy. Only then do we enter the picture. Jesus sacrifices his life for us so that we may offer to him spiritual sacrifice of our life. In the Eucharist, Christ gives himself to us so that we might give ourselves to him. Thus we take part in redeeming and transforming sacrifice of Christ. Our little life is burst open and led into the kingdom of God. God can live in his life in our lives. And isn't that all God really wants? He just wants us of our own free will to love him back. Yes. And he's given us everything so that we can have everything mm -hmm. and all he wants is our yes of our own free will and saying yes lord 
I love you. I give you everything that I am. Well, it's, it's his own words, too, as he said, love one another as I have loved you. And that certainly is the essence of liturgy. We love our neighbor as ourselves. We see Jesus. We love him. And when we come to Mass, then we bring that love and extend it in the sign of peace to our neighbor, from Christ to others. Mm-hmm. And you make a good point about loving one another because I can think of some people in my life who I don't particularly like, mm-hmm. but I love them because we're all imperfect and we're not always uh, easy to get along with, so to speak. Right. Not only friends, but some family members I'm thinking of. <laughs> so again, in spite of that, you know, Christ looks past our sins and our shortcomings, and he unconditionally loves us. So we need to do the same with, with one another. This is so true. This is so true. Well said. Well, we've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini as we go through the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics. And this week we're talking about the liturgy. Uh, this is just a reminder that all our past Faith with Father shows are archived at livingbreadradio.com. And if you need to find a certain subject of a show, right on the home page in the upper right-hand side is a search box. Just type in the subject that you're looking for, and all the shows will be listed right there on the page. It's an easy way to find any subject that we've covered here on Faith with Father. Can we have a blessing before we go, Father? Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you and fill you with his peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. God bless you. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.